The Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the 13th chapter. Jesus put, the, put before the crowds another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in his field. It is the smallest of all seeds, but when it is grown, it is the greatest of shrubs and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and make nests in its branches. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field, which someone found and hid. Then, in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has, and he buys the field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. On finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is, is like a net that was thrown into the sea and caught fish of every kind. When it was full, they drew it ashore, sat down, and put the good in the basket, but threw the bad. So it will be at the end of age. The angels will come out and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood this? They answered, yes. And he said to them, therefore, every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like the master of a household who brings out his treasure where it is new and what is old. The Gospel of the Lord. Dear friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. All right, be honest, how many of you want me to bring the microwave back out? <laughs> that was actually pretty cool. Well, five years ago, when our youngest daughter was two years old, our family began to do something every summer that we have absolutely come to love. We have gone on a national park trip every summer for the last five years. And we have had some wonderful adventures. This summer's adventure brought us to the great state of Alaska, where we encountered Glacier Bay National Park and Denali National Park, and it was absolutely fantastic. We spent two and a half days in Denali National Park, six million acres in that park. It is quite stunning. We spent two and a half days there in Denali. Denali is often referred to by the locals and the natives as the Great One, the High One, the largest peak in all of North America, and I will be the first one to admit that we joined the 77% of the people that never saw the peak. We are told it is there. We have seen pictures. 
We believe it to be there, but we have not yet seen it. So that might be another sermon, right? So we enjoyed our time there, and on the day that we were going to go deeper into the park, we got up early in the morning as the sun rose in a place where it rarely sets, mind you, and we made our way deeper into this beautiful national park. We were met by a park ranger who has been there for 25 years. Her name was NJ, and she gave us a brief history of the national park, our naturalist would give us a far deeper uh, history of the park and all of its glory uh, in the eight hours that we were together. But NJ left our brief encounter with a simple question. She said, as you go into the park today, I want you to ask yourselves, what is the wilderness like for you? What is the wilderness like for you? A simple question. Now, I know that a good number of our middle schoolers and a good number of our high schoolers just returned from a week-long trip up in the Boundary Waters, and so if you're here this morning, I would ask that same question of you. What is the wilderness like for you? So over the several hours that came, we witnessed and experienced beautiful tundra-covered wildflowers, braided rivers, jagged peaks, rolling hills. We witnessed these beautifully blanketed, snow-covered uh, in-croppings that were there. We witnessed beautiful uh, plant life. And of course, we also got to take in stunning wildlife, whether it was these doll sheep that were little specks of white high up on the mountain on the jagged edges of the mountainside to massive caribou that were up above the timberline or there was this massive moose that was maneuvering its way through the willows that had this ginormous rack. It was absolutely stunning. We were also treated to a grizzly bear and her two cubs, thankfully from a distance, but it was absolutely Stunning. This is what the wilderness is like. We humans in all of this uh, picture are just a mere speck. We are very insignificant compared to this life-giving, breathing, ever-changing ecosystem that is just stunning. That is what the wilderness is like, barely touched by humans as if though preserved in time. The wilderness itself can be breathtaking, awe-inspiring. It can be incredibly motivating. It can be extremely powerful, yet it can be absolutely peaceful. The wilderness, if you were to ask my wife, she would tell you, it's my happy place. That is what the wilderness is like. But anyone who has spent any time in the wilderness knows, and I know even for some of our youth that were up in the Boundary Waters, the wilderness can move very quickly from awe-inspiring to a time scary, right? It can move to being uncertain. It can move to being challenging. It can come to a point where suddenly the light is overcome by dark as clouds roll in and storms begin to form. It can happen in the snap of one's finger. And so, yes, the wilderness can also be unpredictable. 
can be dangerous. That is what the wilderness is also like. So I couldn't help but think when NJ asked this, what is the wilderness like for you? I couldn't, I couldn't help but think of the wilderness imagery that we encounter throughout all of Scripture, throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament. I couldn't help but think about the wilderness that you and I experience in our lives in one way or another. There in Denali National Park, I couldn't help but think of our Gospel reading from this morning from Matthew about the parable, the kingdom of heaven is like. The kingdom of heaven is like. So let me ask you then, what is the kingdom of heaven like for you? Now Jesus used parables, and parables are often these small, short stories that have a really significant point to them. They are used to draw us in closer to God, to point and focus in on our relationship with God and on our faith and our faith in God. And Jesus loved to use them, a way of bringing us closer to God's realm. So in today's gospel, Jesus offers everyday images to reveal the very realm of God to you and me. He uses a tree that becomes a sheltering home. He uses yeast that penetrates and expands. He uses a treasured pearl and my favorite, a net that gains a great catch of fish. That is what the kingdom of God is like. That when we may find ourselves pursuing many and various things in our lives that we keep on thinking that perhaps we are reaching the finish line, the, the good news for you and me is that God is already there, that God is already there before us, that God has claimed us, that God loves us, that God envelops you in God's arms and claims you as a child of God, sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. So whether you find yourselves in that breathtaking, awe-inspiring, joy-filled wilderness, where you find yourself celebrating the gift of new life, the gift of new relationships or new beginnings, healed bodies, healed minds and spirits and souls, where you find yourself caring for your neighbor and reaching out to the least of these where you find yourself reaching out, proclaiming and inspiring when you are in that wilderness, know that God is there also. That God is there with you and me. That is what the kingdom of heaven is like. That there's nowhere we can go and nothing we can do that God will abandon us and turn away from us, but rather God continues to embrace us with God's love and grace and forgiveness? Or what about if we find ourselves in that wilderness, that wilderness that is filled with uncertainty, that's filled with doubt or anger or loneliness? What about that wilderness that we may encounter when we have far more questions than we do answers, when we experience anger or loss or brokenness? God is there too. God is there in the midst of that wilderness as well, that God is there with you and me day in and day out. That is what the kingdom of heaven is like. 
So parables go far beyond simply this far-off idea. Rather, parables invite and encourage and draw us in to experience God in the here and now. To experience God bursting out into the world, bursting out into our lives and reminding you and me that you are of value, that you are of great worth because you are God's beloved. And when God bursts out into our lives, we are filled then with grace and forgiveness and the hope and promise that comes to you and me in the words of the Apostle Paul when he writes to the people in his letter to the Romans. When he says, neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. That is what the kingdom of heaven is like. That nothing can separate you and me from the love of God that comes to us through Jesus Christ our Lord. That is what the kingdom of heaven is like for you and for me. Let it be so. Amen.